Hi, and welcome to the Silverline Podcast, an audio version pulled from the video stream we do a couple of times a week. My name is Roland Mann, and I'm the head honcho at Silverline, where we have a great time making fun comics that we think you'll enjoy. This episode is titled, Gaffs We Made, and it originally aired on May 21st, 2020. Hey, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Coming to you live from the internet, Silver Line. Comics. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a Silver Line live stream. This is issue number 10. Uh, for wow, those of you who were, who were paying attention, we were supposed to do penciling today, tonight, but a couple things uh, came up with some of our pencils, so we just shifted it around to uh, next week. So we will be talking about uh, penciling, starting a page next week. Um, so we, we we pulled an audible, and tonight we're going to be talking about gaffes that we have made. And uh, hopefully it will be uh, pretty interesting. Before I get too far, though, I need you to like, share, uh, thumbs up, follow, uh, wherever you are in whatever medium that you're watching us on. You know what you're supposed to do there. Subscribe, like, comment. And even share it out. Tell people come listen to us, okay? Uh, so we need you to go do that and do it now. We'll wait. <laughs> a note from the producer: If you normally watch us on Facebook, our Facebook feed is having issues and may pop at some point. So if you're joining us yeah. on YouTube, please share that to your Facebook so people know where to go. Excellent. Thank you so very much. And so, if you've been with us before, you know that we're going to go around. Uh, the the murderers row here so, i think oh i hear somebody's echo turn it off uh so i think <laughs> i may i'm gonna cherry pick speaking this time. of gaffes <laughs> there we go that was it that was mine boom i'm done later uh, on bye <laughs> cherry pick this time uh since we've got some new folks uh and we'll go from there so barb start with you Oh wait a minute! Ooh. I usually start, don't I? So yes. I'm I'm Roland. Uh, I, I'm the uh, the the head wrangler here at Silverline Comics. I write Cat and Mouse. Uh, been in the biz for 30 years. Most people remember me from my editing stint at Malibu Comics, which is where I met Barb. Is on Barb is on this side of me. Barb, who are you? Hi, uh, I'm Barb Kelberg. I've been an inker for 30 years for um, everybody under the sun. Um, spent quite a bit of time with DC and Marvel. Um, and currently I am inking for Silverline. I ink Cat and Mouse. I co-wrote and created and am inking Divinity, which is kickstarting at the moment. Right. Um, I'm coloring Sirens and I'm also the CFO. Sweet. And, and, and you can do so much stuff. Why? Because you just... Retired. Retire. Yeah. From, from so my mumble job. That's yes. right. So we keep we keep tossing things at Barb. Hey Barb, you're retired. You can do this, right? Yeah, she's like, like, I retired. Come on. I'm busier uh, now than I was when I was a corporate accountant. That, that's right. Mm -hmm. All right. So I'm gonna go this way on my list. Tim TK, tell everybody who you are. Hi, I am Tim TK. I am the associate editor at Silverline. Uh since just means that I am the uh Extension, external hard drive for Roland's brain. Um, so that means I've taken on some stuff that he doesn't have time or want to, uh, which includes oh. the website scheduling and uh, my new baby series, the Craft Blog series. So we just right. had a new uh, issue up recently, and uh, 
I'm also working on two uh, so far unannounced books. That's right. Uh, one of them we'll, we'll, we'll kind of talk about tonight a little bit, right? Talk, talk around loosely. So yeah. yeah. Te tease a little bit. Yeah, because we're going to show a page one, actually. He doesn't know it yet. Ooh. No one knows it but me, but <laughs> we're going to show page one. Uh, next up is Curtis. Curtis, who are you? Hi, I'm uh, Curtis Fujita. I'm no. an illustrator. You are Sifu yeah. Curtis. Oh, yes. I, <laughs> thank you. I, I forget myself sometimes. I am Sifu Curtis Fujita. <laughs> uh, I'm a uh, martial arts instructor, but also I'm an illustrator and animator. Uh, having worked in comic books uh, and video games and animation. I'm currently the creative director at Silverline and happy to be the editor on Kaylin. Sweet! Becca, who oh, are you? Hey. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Becca. Um, I'm a colorist and anchor for Silverline. I'm new in the business. I finished coloring Friar Rush. I'm in the process of coloring Marauder, yes, she is two for two tonight. <laughs> and I am inking something big, which I'm really excited for. Which I'm right now. Okay. I know you'll understand this. You're batting a thousand tonight. <laughs> Excellent, thank you so much. Uh, Tommy, who are you? Uh, I'm, I'm Tommy. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas Formati. I've been an eager since 22, 23 years old. So I've been doing this for, for a little bit. But right now I'm currently inking a book called Trumps for Silver Line. We'll be showing you guys a lot more of that here in the next little bit. But um, th besides that, I'm the co-owner of Kablam Digital Printing. So I help out on a lot of the technical side help uh, uh, help Roland figure out some tech stuff on the uh, printing side of things too. Right. So besides I'll, being, I always eating, send it to you and say, "Hey, did, does it, did I send it right? Does it look good?" And I say, "No, it didn't. Let's try again." <laughs> <didn't work> it. <laughs> Not true. You know that. Don't no, lie. No, no, no. You do a great job. Don't don't lie to everybody who's listening. Yep. He can't hear me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Hear nothing. Sid, who are you? Uh, I am Sydney Williams. Probably says that on the screen somewhere, right? Uh, I am a, a writer uh, for Silverline and for other things. I, I actually have. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, plug something different first uh, because it's it's in the pipeline. Definitely in the pipeline. A, a novel called Fools Run uh, is uh, is working its way through the editorial process for Crossroad Press. Uh, so probably at least an ebook version of that will be showing up soon. It's a noir novel that I wrote. Uh, and for Silverline, I have written titles through the years. I, I wrote uh, Friar Rush, which was mentioned, Marauder and Sirens. I think those have, and something big. Uh, so several have been mentioned. Uh, so uh, uh, mainly create things uh, uh, in my mind and uh, rely on the great artists to do the rest. And we have been fortunate enough, uh, fortunate at Silverline to work with some pretty good ones, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Very cool. Uh, Brent, who are you? I'm Brent Larson. I, uh, for Silverline, I uh, created and write the book Kalis, which is uh, issue three is now being worked on, and it's looking really good. 
and I'm also a screenwriter, filmmaker. Actually, my group just uh, dropped a, a short film um, that I have on my Facebook page, which is fun. It stars me. Um, that's what the quarantine does to you when you're a f- so um, yeah kind of fun and uh, oh what else everyone talks oh oh no Brent. we might have lost Brent Brent also lives in the wilds so his internet yeah. is <laughs> I, I thought my internet wouldn't work uh... All right, uh, Tim, I sent you a Facebook. You uh, did? I got it. Yeah, all right, good deal. Uh, So we're going to save Aaron for last. So we got somebody new with us tonight, uh, and you will all see him on your screen as C. Michael Lanning. Uh, Chris, tell us who you are, please. Uh, I'm C. Michael Lanning. Uh, I'm new to this, so I don't have any credits whatsoever. Uh, But I'm a penciler for something big right now, and it's my first go, so... So, <laughs> so, where, so, tell us a little bit about you then. So, since this is your first credit, so this is where, where are you from? Where are you uh, from? Who's your mom? and all that kind of stuff, you know. <laughs> How's your mom in there? <laughs> How's your mom in there? Hey, yeah. So, I know where he's from is the reason I can ask this. <laughs> uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Still there, around about. Yeah, been here most of my life. So, excellent. Not really. I don't have too much exciting stuff, but yeah. So I want to clarify because so Becca men- mentioned it a little bit earlier, and I know that if you're if you're not clued in, it sounds ooh we're working on something big ooh right. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> like, I was gonna make a, a joke about it. <laughs> yeah, it's a secret, right? It's so, something big. Yeah, it is. It is something big. So that that is actually the title of the miniseries that that Sid and and C Michael. Now we have two Brents on my screen. Two Brents, yeah. And, and Becca are working on. It's called something big. Uh, and we, we will talk more about it uh, as we go along, but uh, we are excited to have uh, uh, C. Michael join the Silver Line family. Applause, everyone. Yes. <laughs> and so, um, so last but not least, uh, Aaron Humphreys. Aaron, don't mention the one thing, okay. but, but, tell us, but tell us who you are. Um. Uh, I can tell you where I'm from. I'm from uh, Vancouver, Washington, just outside wow. Portland. So I live uh, close to the, I think there's a gentleman from Salem. I, I'm still learning all your names. I'm, I'm, <laughs> so um, There will be a test at the end. I'm a teacher. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I write and illustrate um, color ink, my own stuff. And I've done a few kids' books here. And... Uh, you're, you're in the middle of something called Godlings, right? Yes. Yes. I didn't know if I was allowed. Yeah. I absolutely. Am. So, yeah. Absolutely. And I actually got an image up there. It's supposed to. It's uh, there. It is. I slipped Tim an image of it so we can we can put it up. Hey, hey we got yeah. another new guy. So yeah, go ahead. I'm in the middle of that, and that will be done this year. It'll be twelve issues. I'm in the middle of issue eight, doing it right. So I've been in the every two months. So it's taken me two years so, to do. Yeah, very cool. So we're going to come back to your story. I just noticed okay. someone else is joining us here. Well, uh, another another first timer. He's connecting to audio, so he probably can't hear us. Uh, you guys, I don't know if you saw his name that he had been invited here. Chuck Bordell, who has been associated with Silverline for a long, long time. Chuck, you're muted. So if you're trying to talk, we can't hear you. 
Uh, I see your little your your mic is muted there. Are you still trying to figure it out? I know that everyone can see Chuck on the stream. Can't hear you. You're muted. Can you hear us? Chuck, can you hear us? We're here. We're here. We're here. We can see you. He's waving. But we can't hear you. We can't hear you. <laughs> you are muted. So. <laughs> may, may need to hit the final join with computer audio button or phone audio to where he's coming from. Uh, he's poking around. It looks like he's on his. Uh, looks like he's on his phone. There. Poking around there. So he's trying to figure out how to get it done. Uh, so, uh, while we figure, figure this out, uh, Oven says hi. Hey, Oven! And on, uh, AD, on YouTube, ADHD says, that C. That C. Michael guy seems pretty great. <laughs> huh? C. Michael's yeah. already, he's already got him a fan. Look at that. Cool, cool. <laughs> hey, wait, Chuck, are you live? Yeah, I think they're in the other room. Yes, hey! hey, Chuck! Hello. <laughs> How are you? I am good. How are you? I am very good. So, Chuck, we've just uh, we we were going around the, the 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 murderers row list here, introducing everyone. Do you want to take a minute to introduce yourself to well, probably most of the people here except for Sid and Curtis. You probably remember Chuck, don't you? Of course you do. Yeah, uh, Barb, did you ever work with Chuck at all? I no, don't no, two inkers. So. You wouldn't work together. Yeah. No, I don't believe so. All right. So, Chuck, introduce yourself. Well, okay. Uh, everybody, just just call me Chuck instead of Charles, because <laughs> I don't know what it's showing on the computer. But it, it says Chuck Bordell. Okay. Um, and we've even got uh, a cover of Silver Storm Number Two that you inked, showing it. You oh. can't see it right here, but the folks who are watching the live stream can see it. Well, that was a long time ago. <laughs> well, you know what? It was a, it was the fastest thing I could find on on kind of a shorter notice. Well, yeah, I mean, I hooked up with Roland back in the early '90s, mid '90s, doing a bunch of different projects. Back in the day when we were younger. <laughs> <laughs> That's why yeah. I was excited to see sirens being colored. And so, Chuck, in case you don't know, Barb is the one who's coloring that. So she's on yeah. here. Yeah. Doing yeah, a fantastic I've, job. I've, I'm expanding my repertoire from inks to coloring and, and writing. So pushing my oh. envelope. Great. Yep. Um, if I haven't met any or all of you, I, I'm familiar with your names and your work. Uh, like Barb, I know you've been inking for a while and I've seen <laughs> 30 <your name> years <laughs> yeah. that's right so so happy that you joined us uh Chuck this is this may be a, a good episode for you to be in we're talking about gaffes tonight uh you know mistakes that we have made um so so this might be a kind of interesting uh as a side note the way I actually met Chuck in the 90s was via um Paul Pelletier Chris Mills and Alpha Productions um, I think, if I remember correctly, Chuck, I think you had inked something of Paul's, and yeah, and then we were looking for an inker at the time, and Paul recommended you. I think that's how. And then the the first thing you did was, um, what was the first project you did? Do you remember? Um, I've got a list somewhere. We we won't we won't strain our brains too much. Um, 
my Firefox is going. Really no, slow. Sirens was right up there with one. I'm wondering if that's not the first one. That's the one that we did, and they printed it up at Caliber, right? Yep, that was a Caliber, yeah. So, so, oh, here's something exciting. Becca is coloring Marauder. Chuck also inked Marauder. Oh, no. I look yep. back on that inking, and I cringe. <laughs> <laughs> I do so, the same thing with my first inks, too. Yeah. Okay. can't look at them. So we're gonna we're gonna get to the, the introductions of the final one here, Aaron. And I'm sorry uh, that oh we actually we already did go through the introductions here. So uh, so we're gonna tell the first story of of gaffs. And um, this is a I'm not gonna take full responsibility for this. I'm going to point to my brother Sid uh, <laughs> as equally sharing some of this responsibility. Sid, do you want to start the story or, or no? You know what? I'll start it. I, you you might have to because I I, I have some things to say in my defense. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so here's what happened. Okay, a couple of years ago, uh, when we started talking about bringing a lot of this stuff back, we started talking about uh, recoloring some of the classic work, uh, and then uh, ultimately a year ago we decided let's bring Silverline back let's go ahead we got print on demand got a fantastic relationship with the awesome printers kablam uh and and that really helps us do what what we want to do without having to spend thousands of dollars for printing so we made the decision let's go ahead and go forward with some of these projects some of them that 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 we had kind of shelved and even color some of the ones that were in black and white and we had this project called Friar Rush, a project that Sid wrote. Uh, we had three issues of it, completely penciled. And so Sid, you know, digs into the files, dusts them off, uh, and said, here, we've got this. And I'm like, this is great. We can get this inked. We can get this colored and lettered, and we can, we've got a book, right? And so I don't remember if you sent me scans or photocopies. I, I can't recall uh, right off the, the top of my head, but I'm like, who did this? And we're like, you know, there's not, in, there's no names on any of the pages. <laughs> and so we go back to remembering um, there was someone, and we won't mention his name because it's uh, not important, right? There was someone who had been attached to the project uh, initially. And my memory, uh, which is not always accurate, my memory is that he had done a few character designs and then I don't know something came up. It, it, it happens, right? And then he didn't do it. And then we found another guy to do it. Now, I didn't remember that at first. So we just said, "Oh, that guy must have done it." Yes, and, Sid. Yeah, and and I tracked him down. Yes, <laughs> yes, and. Go on. Uh, well, well I, I emailed him. I got an email back. Uh, and the thing is, he had been at a con. He had been at CoastCon with us. Yes. He sat with us at CoastCon. Back in the 90s. Yeah. When when this was all in the planning stages and everything. But I mean, there was some artwork done. As you said, we now, we now know our memory has been polished right. and uh, our, our <laughs> jump started. And, and there were character designs. There were some... Uh, he did some things that were like coming soon, right? With different characters and things. And I think we printed up some some things just so that we could all sign and hand out to 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 fans who were coming around. Yeah, um, yeah. 
Hey, by the way, Tim, uh, if you can, uh, is it possible to show uh, some of the art artist arting while we're talking? Okay, yeah, just kind of maybe, maybe rotate. Okay, and then maybe rotate them through every 10 minutes or so. Um, so we'll see Becca and Tommy and Barb and see Michael, you, uh, you arting digitally where we can see it. No, I'm, I don't. I don't have it set up right now. Okay, we'll, we'll stick Tommy yeah. on you. He'll well, take care. Well, of well if someone wants to put their camera over their art or hit the screen share, I could do that. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, Sid. Go ahead, though. Well, I got in touch with him. We we actually caught up with him at a con and and talked a bit locally and here. I think recently. yeah. I think I think his memory may have been a little shaky too we'll, i suspect we'll so possibly that so anyway we thought okay this is the guy that ultimately what we decided is this is the guy that did the pencils on friar rush did the three complete issues and so three we, complete penciled issues yeah I mean, which is the complete story i mean it's a three yes. issue miniseries right so, so yeah. the, the work was the work was done it was it was tabled for a while right and uh uh so um that um, that uh, was where things were up until recently. Should I hand it back to you, Roland? Okay. So, so Tommy, did you join us at, at a at a meal that we went to? I'm thinking that you joined us when we. I went think to... Barry was there. Oh, it was Barry. Barry. Okay. Yeah. This we story went... doesn't. I don't remember any of the story. Yeah, I think this... uh, Tommy's partner Barry. Barry Gregory from uh, Kablam. Kablam. Was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Was with us. So, um, so yeah, so me and hey, you and Barry. Five guys, burgers, five yes, guys. We went to five, and my son was with us, right? Uh, we all went to Five Guys and sat there and talked about it and said, hey, we're going to do this. And, and he was like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I, you know, it's, it's old, old stuff, but yeah, go ahead. And so we set about doing it, right? And that's when we found John Martin, who, who uh, has inked the first issue. He's working on the second issue. Ultimately, then we found Becca to uh to color <laughs> to color it has colored it beautifully <laughs> yeah it has colored it beautifully and john's working on the second issue so so production is moving through well fast forward to was it last week aaron or two weeks ago two weeks ago now two, two weeks ago yeah so so aaron sends me this message uh i can't remember if it was personal or if it was on the Silverline site do, do you recall I think it was yeah, it was Silverline. I, yeah. I yeah, I was watching a video where somebody asked somebody who you worked with in the business, and your name came up. And I'm like, I used to work with this guy years ago. I should look him up. And I just looked him up, and I wrote him. I said, Hey, do you remember me? And I got into the I think it was a Silverline chat message. I sent you a okay. chat. And yeah. Yeah. And, and and I knew your name, right? Because uh, yeah. and, and so I knew your name immediately. And also, I, I think I've probably seen your name, you know, floating around in comic yeah. circles and, and things like that. So I, I already knew who you were and I remembered having done something with you, but I didn't remember. And then Aaron says, yes, I worked on this book called Friar Rush. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> so what did you do? He goes, well, I, 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 I like penciled it and like, I don't have, the, and Aaron said, I don't have the pencils anymore, but I've got some photocopies of some character designs and maybe a couple of pages. And I said, well, let me send you the first issue and you can compare your work to what we ended up with. Right. So I sent him a PDF yeah. of the finished it first was, issue. Go ahead. Yeah. No, it was, it was surprising. Cause when I, when I heard that you had assumed like 
oh, they're re they're redoing it. That you know, this is you know, it's, it's been a while. So like, oh, they must find a new artist. And they're, re they're redoing it. So I was you know, expecting to get like see this new you know, see a new interpretation of the stuff I did. I'm like, this would be really cool. And then I get my stuff back covered. I'm like, okay. And so I was like, I guess I could, I was going to send them all the stuff I did. I'm like, well, there's only no reason to send them everything. I'll just send them some of the stuff I have. And I sent them the pencil pages, the photocopies of pencil pages back. And it was just this sort of, and I didn't, I mean, I didn't know what the, the think of it, but it was strangely enough. Um, yeah, I was kind of looking. I was like, oh, that looks interesting. That's all color. That's, <laughs> That's my work. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the weird thing is, so you responded uh, with the photocopies of uh, yeah. the work that you had, right? And so I immediately sent Sid a message. Hey, dude, I think we might have an issue here. <laughs> uh, how much do you remember about, you know, uh, this other artist? And he goes, well, I don't know. It's been a minute, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, so we were, you know, ultimately we wanted to get it right, but we were like, well, what are we going to do if this other artist claims this? It's like, we don't know because there was no names anywhere on it. Okay. So that was my, that was my fault. I mean, I just never. No, I'm not pointing. I'm not pointing fingers at all. Not, not, not no. at all. But so you we know, got to I, look I'm at pulling all. a folder of stuff <laughs> up going, like, what do we got here? <laughs> and, you know, and I'm digging through, I've got a filing cabinet that has a whole bunch of, of my creator agreements from the 1990s. And I'm looking through every single one of them, seeing what do I got? Is, is there anything there? I'm finding nothing, right? So, um, and I will say I found a character design by the other artist. Yeah. I'm going, wait, these styles are quite different. Here. Yes. These, these styles are quite different. Here. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and I found one piece, one of the covers that you did had your, your signature circle AH, right? One piece out of all of that. But I got yeah. to looking at Godlings because you had sent me some Godlings, right? I got to looking at Godlings and I got to looking at Fire Rush and I'm like, Oh, it's clear. It is clear. This is Aaron's work. There's not even a question about it. I mean, there's so many nuances about the, the, and, and, and you, things that make Aaron Aaron, right? I'm like, there's so yeah. many nuances about this work. I'm like, it's really clear this is him. So Sid and I, are, you know, this whole time, Sid, I'm, I'm paraphrasing everything, but this whole time, yeah. Sid and I are swapping messages. And, and so finally, the other artist, I'm like, so, um, so I, I here's the, what I did, right? I said, so I, I really want to offer you an apology. I said, I, I have been crediting work to you um, that was done by another artist, and I am really sorry. You know, I've wondered why you haven't responded much. And he, he emailed me back. He said, oh, it's no worries. He said, you know, I didn't remember doing it at all, and I really didn't think that was my work. But <laughs> you, see, you seemed interested in giving me credit. So, and I'm like, you waited it. And I'm like, uh, it's like okay and then that's when i reached out to aaron my like, hey man how do you want to be involved you know we got a whole silverland family going on here and you're like yeah yeah i'm like okay cool and and meantime uh and and somewhere in the interim um i, I worked in corporate marketing for a while for a hospital system and yeah. uh, i i hired aaron to do a coloring book Somewhere after, I think it was after Friar Rush was done. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, uh, you know, 
You said Christine was, actually remembered it. Knew he was an artist, you know. I mean, I knew he had, you know, he was a talented artist. And so I said, "Can you do a coloring book which is less detailed than than comics work?" And I think you said sure. Um, and uh, we wound up. I mean, he's in Washington or wherever. I was in uh, Texas at the time, so we sent him like tons of pictures of the hospital, and uh, we made it a little story about uh, a little boy going to the hospital to um, be checked out, you know, get a test or whatever, a procedure, something like that. And so you see the car drive up to the hospital because we had like a beautiful arch, archway at the hospital. He drew all that. And uh, but we do all this. We never really see each other. It's mm -hmm. all through email and everything. And he uh, he did send hard copies. And I, I don't know if Aaron knows this. But I tore his address off and had his address from his envelope. All this came back to me. I had his envelope on my uh, Rolodex for ages, uh, you know, in case, you know, we did more, another coloring book or, or, or yeah. something like that. And oh, that's yeah. where it came up. I, I mentioned Aaron Humphreys and Christine. My wife worked at the hospital system also. And she said, you know, I remember the name Aaron Humphreys as, you know, you working with him or something. And so and, it all started to come back then. And for all you younger generation, a Rolodex is one of these contraptions <laughs> that you put addresses in and they kind of spin around and they're in alphabetical order and you can find out the address and the telephone number of everybody that you know in there. But I, I should say, you know, I said I would, I would say something in my defense uh you know yeah, earlier yeah. i'd like uh, to hear it it's well aaron aaron and i you know had the all these exchanges by email and everything we never met yeah. uh and i never uh, met him either yeah well yeah. And, well was, you know but also you worked out the deal on fire rush after i had written it you know and so uh <laughs> It was, oh, you, yeah. you know what I mean? It yeah. wasn't like, Excuse me. It, it wasn't quite like the interaction that we had yeah. with the other artists. You, yeah, yeah. Would, you know, went to a I'll, con. I'll and, take the book. Go and, ahead. Pass me the book. At that con, we sat next to Mr. Chekhov. And yes. That was very memorable. <laughs> and there were, people from, uh, there were people from, there were people from, what's the other space station show? <laughs> Battlestar Galactica? No, not that one. Um, Babylon Five. Babylon, yeah. Oh, yeah. There yeah, were yeah. Babylon Five people there too, and because Chekhov was involved about. with Babylon so, Five. So, uh, so yeah. Yeah, Chekhov was in that one too. Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, he was. I think he was a producer or something. Yeah, yeah he was he an was, actor. He, he was like a psychic. Yeah. evil a, psychic. I don't think he was in it yet at that point, though. Yeah. I think he was there as, you know, Chekhov and, and a comics writer. Because Roland had worked with him oh. uh, at Malibu. <laughs> I saw him a few years ago, and he goes, Hey, aren't you that editor I fired? Like, yeah. <laughs> well, he, he talked to you. I mean, you he's think pretty you cool. Fired me, but yeah. Oh, pretty, yeah, he, yeah. He was pretty cool that day uh, yeah. to us. Yeah, but, I won't go into my Chekhov stories here yeah, today. Yeah. Those, are, those are completely different. So our, our, our big gaffe is that for the past several months, we have been attributing one penciler uh, as having done the work that Aaron did. So, uh, Aaron, I know I've already said it, uh, you know, through an, our exchanges, but I'm very sorry that we attributed uh, uh, your work to somebody else. But I'm so glad that you messaged me so that you didn't allow it to get into major print. <laughs> we, yeah, yeah. We had to retract paper, yeah. things on paper. Yeah. Do we want, can Tim bring up the uh, some of the Friar Rush art? 
Well, I've only got one page there okay, uh, for him. Uh, um, yeah, I but, can do that. But as yeah. a reminder, so, uh, yeah. Becca was inking some of the Friar Rush uh, character stuff. Was it last uh, week? Fairly Becca, recently, or, yeah. or a week before. I think we've got a clip. We might have a clip on the... Uh, uh, on the Twitch, we do. Twitch page, yeah. 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 So, of, yeah, of you, can, you can, there, you can there certainly go see that. Oh, yeah, I forgot about those. Yeah, duh. Sorry, I'm thinking... I am thinking something big. But, yes, we got several Fryer Rush uh, pages in there, actually, Tim. Yeah. But, uh, now that I think about it. Um... Yeah, so um, so yeah, we, we I wanted to lead with that gaff because uh, we've kind of been putting Aaron off as far as you know introductions and who he is and the fact that we you know made kind of a, a major boo boo. Um, so yeah, yeah, it was, just, it was funny, just kind of uh, almost fit, you know like I'm joining the company. I'm like, yeah, but now I'm joining the company for what I've already done. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I ain't got to do any new work. work. You're like, I, you're like, honey, I might get a, a little bit of money for work I did in the 1990s. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, uh, it's, it's wild. I mean, you know, it does kind of take you back and everything uh, and uh, and jog your memory about things. Like, I, I, I can so vividly remember sitting at my desk and, you know, working with the coloring book and, and communicating with Aaron by email and everything. And it, I'd almost forgotten some of those moments. So. Hey, Brad, what's up? Brad Tompty says, hey to all you Silverliners. Cool. Uh, nice. yeah, Brad is uh, part of the Silverline family. He uh, Brad lettered a bunch of books back in um, the 90s. And when we were kicking this stuff off, I actually asked Brad if he wanted to, to do some more letters. And and he, uh, he politely declined and said, you know, no. <laughs> but but he said uh he said you know i still i'm uh you know i'm happy to do logo designs so uh brad designed uh, twilight grim for us he designed divinity of course which those uh, kickstarters are are running um by the way tim did you did you grab um i did want to toss that up real quick i'll 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 make the real quick uh mention of it since we're at like 9 34 here um let me know when you got it up. It's up. Okay, so so you can all see uh, our Silverline double feature there. We've got 86 backers at uh, 3104. We are over the 50 uh, 50% mark. We are 52%. We are oh, we are 52%. Say a numbers person, give me the exact mm-hmm. numbers. We are 52% at one week. So uh, well, excuse me, one week in a day because we launched last Tuesday. So yesterday would have been a, a week. So we're at a week and a day. We're at fifty-two uh, percent. Uh, I know we had a couple of original pieces go today. So uh, if you can, don't put your, don't pick my nose. <laughs> uh, if you can put your, if you can put your, if you scroll down a couple of your uh, originals. I know that uh, I think the Jeff Johnson uh, piece went today. Um, and the Kevin West. The, the and Jeff the- Johnson went yesterday. The Kevin West went today. Okay. Um, there is a the Mel part. Ruby piece and a Rick Hoberg piece. Yeah, that down there. Somebody better get in there and get those because they will disappear. Yeah, that's where you want to go, Tim. Um, so basically, after you get to the once you get to the box, the blue boxes. Yep. Um, yeah. So that get, that, that gets you into. We won't go through all of the. Uh, uh, the rewards but see you can see there's some uh original pages from both divinity and from uh, twilight grim that are still left the exclusive cover by alex uh gallimore who's a cat and mouse artist that's still available 
Um, the Kevin West piece, that's gone now. Um, but as you can see, uh, we've got uh, pieces by Mitch Faust and uh, yes, Barb. Yep. And then uh, Rick Hoberg. Uh, who a lot of um, a lot of you can remember from will probably remember from the Strangers at uh, the Ultraverse. That's the Holberg, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then there's the Mel Ruby piece, which is the uh, the uh, Kickstarter exclusive, uh, and we have the original colors for uh, the Divinity cover, and these are hand colored, which is why uh, there we can call them the originals. Is that uh, he, this 11 by 17? He hand colored those uh, things just. Just like we used to do it in the old days, kid. Uh, and so uh, I had to kind of talk him into that one because he was kind of like, yeah, I don't know that anyone wants to see that. I'm like, no, no, no. You don't understand. We do. This is a cool piece of, of original art uh, that, that people want to see. Hey, Martin, Mer Martin. And I'm not going to get your name wrong. Mertonin. Uh, what's up, Martin? Uh, we, we talking to Martin some too, so you just never know. Um, but yeah, so you guys go check out, uh, the, the Silverline double feature. Uh, like I said, we're 52%. Um, we've got 16 days, I think left. So still got two weeks. So it's a bit of an uphill climb, but you guys help us make it there. Uh, I've been swapping some messages with Barb and we've come up with some pretty cool stretch goals, but I almost refuse to announce them until we hit like that 75% mark. So you'll get us to that 75% mark so I can start talking about some of these cool stretch goals. So They're pretty cool. They are very cool. They are very cool. So and please, head feel, please share the link on your Facebook pages. Yep. Uh, pledge if you can uh, and definitely share it to all of those who you think uh, would be interested in uh, two brand new Silverline miniseries so get that and, out there and issue ones two issue, issue ones. yeah both of them are issue ones so you're going to get on the ground floor or curtis as we used to say at the ultraverse this is a perfect time to do what it's time to jump on now. jump on now that's right <laughs> <laughs> okay so let's get one more gaffe before we get to uh wayne's uh comic reviews who wants to volunteer a gaffe come on continue one that i learned over the year okay it's not really more of a gap it's uh the actual book i'm doing so this, uh, this, is a, this is a gap that you made right this is a gap i made okay. it's kind of one that's kind of growth in my art but it's a gap that i'm learning so i think it's kind of i'm actually the book i'm doing that that uh 12 issue series i'm actually redoing it i've already completed it once i'm redoing it again and the reason why is i was learning how to ink properly. A lot of people who were reading it couldn't distinguish the art, couldn't figure it out. It drove me nuts and it was very frustrating. Um, so I eventually just decided a few years ago that I had grown enough, learned enough of the lessons that I had this place that I was going to tackle it again. Yeah. So it's just one of those stories that I want to get right, especially when you spend seven years on it. I'm like, no, no, I'm spending a lot less time on it. I was going to college and I was like, but yeah, so it's kind of a gap, but it's a learning experience. But yeah. it's definitely fascinating redoing your work. I'm learning so much in storytelling. I'm really focusing on other things. Yeah, I'll tell you, as an editor, one of the one of the things that's uh, always interesting to um, to see is so many pencilers. Um, I kind of say that with insulting every penciler. Uh, so many, not every penciler, right? But just so many of them want to ink their own stuff and you know if you've been doing this you know more than a week you know that each 
each task, each skill uh, requires its own skill set, right? Uh, penciling uh, requires a, a completely different skill set than inking does. And in my experience, so many, um, uh, so many, um, so many pencilers are not their own best inker. They think they are, and they say, "Oh, I, you know, I ink my stuff better." No, and, and I get it. I understand. I feel them. You know, the the artist in them wants to come out, but but you know, this is one of the reasons that I, I believe so 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 passionately about comics is because of the the collaborative effort that you get with with uh, a comic book team. So you get you know the the vision from the, the penciler, but when you can get a, a good inker over the work it just comes to life and Aaron, I'm, not, I'm not saying that yours is not that way i mean uh, not at all but I, I just in my experience as an editor i can't tell you how and tommy was on the kind of receiving end of of, of that uh, uh <laughs> professionally uh, a time or two um when a, a pencil was just like yeah I, you know I, I i i look better over myself and and when everyone else around was like no this looks really good and and the mesh between the two styles was a, a, a good look. Uh, yeah. yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back with Silver Line. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Wayne, for that review. Uh, really appreciate the opinions it. Opinions expressed are not those of Silver Line. <laughs> That's <or> right. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, so uh, for th- those of uh, uh, those of you who are watching. Um, Wayne is actually uh, he, he says it there he does Wayne's uh, comic reviews so be sure to um, check him out yeah Oven says he's a great reviewer and uh, Scott says he's uh, going to uh, check out the book so yeah, hey, I was Scott. just on Wayne last night I was just on Wayne's podcast that, last night. yep awesome. Wayne is fun, it, Wayne? fun podcast Wayne is very much a friend of Silverline he sure is he was one of the very first um, the very first who who does podcasts who uh, reach out to Silverline, and I think every time I have uh, told him we've got something new, Wayne is like, "When do you want to come on?" Uh, and and we schedule with him. So um, yeah, he he is he is very much a friend of Silverline, and, and we like Wayne. So thank you, Wayne, for the review. So uh, we're we're still talking gaps, right? The, uh, uh, or as we had to <clears throat> explain when uh, Wayne <laughs> was uh, was uh, doing his uh, review, gaps are mistakes. So uh, kind of embarrassing mistakes that we've made. And uh, uh, Brent has to go uh, bye-bye, Brent, Betty bye-bye. So he's going to go ahead and, and tell us his gap before he visits the sand, or gets a visit from the Sandman. So Brent, <laughs> tell us your gas. All right. Hopefully my internet will, will be stable. What's funny is the word gaff actually in filmmaking means uh, lighting. And it's often been noted that if you don't lighting in a film, it looks really cheesy. So what's weird is in filmmaking, you make a gaff if you don't have gaff. So <laughs> anyway, but you don't um, have a gaffer. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, one. G- <laughs> and we are yeah. watching uh, Becca Inc. now. So yes. just yeah. Um, I uh, have just, worked on. Uh, inking chris's work we should know that's right becca is inking c michael lanning's work on sid's story of something big sorry brent go ahead can you guys still hear me yes yeah you're stuck like this but uh i can still hear you hello 
Yep, we can hear you. No, there you go. He's yeah. like, I can't believe this. You're moving again. You're 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 there. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk fast and get out of here before like AT and T curses the rest of your speeds or something. <laughs> but um, okay, so uh, I wrote a short film called Convict. Um, it was the first one my friend and I ever did. I wrote it. He directed it. Um, it's about a priest interviewing a guy in jail, and I'll give you this, you know, I'll tell you this spoiler, uh, the, the switch at the end is that the guy he's talking to who you think is a convict is actually the warden and it's the priest who's just been arrested and put in jail. Um, but uh, we were developing it, developing it, and finally the day came that we were going to shoot it. And um, I met the actor um, who was already in wardrobe. And it looked really his his shirt and uh, pants were very nice and clean. And I'm like, this doesn't look right. Um, you're supposed to look more, you know, like we're supposed to think maybe, you know, you're an inmate. And he's like, really? I don't know anything about that. And suddenly I realized that the director was just about ready to make a movie that was totally different from the movie that I had written. <laughs> <laughs> and he was going to shoot it in less than an hour. And we had developed this thing for weeks. And so I ran and I'm like, do you know what you're doing? My masterpiece. <laughs> and my, the director was like, oh, dude. And, and um, so we finally got on the same page and it turned out pretty well. That's, that's when filmmaking really hits all cylinders is when um, you get some really good people that can cover over other people's mistakes. And um, so that worked out pretty good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we, uh, we stepped up our story conferencing a lot after that. Yeah. So I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. But uh, anyway. <laughs> Interesting. So that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. Well, Brent, su sweet dreams. <laughs> he's, a, he's already gone. Um, I will already gone. Next week or something like that. So, sound good? Okay. All right. Sounds good. Whatever you said. Rest so, well. Rest well. Yeah. All right. He's already. Oh, look, it started again. He, he moved. Yeah, his video is moving again. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but uh, see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. All right. Who wants to go next? Who's got the next gaff? Oh, I'll go next, I guess. Okay, Barb. Tell us gaff. <laughs> um, as I was telling these guys earlier, uh, I don't have a lot of artistic gaffes. My my pages are pretty much perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say they were good. I just there's no mistakes. You're good um, at knocking inkwell over now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've I've never never had that happen, and never had you know like cat lay on it or, or spill coffee on it or anything like that. Uh, my one of my most embarrassing gaffes, I would have to say, is uh, when I first tried to break in. I think it was 1987. I decided I was going to be a comic book artist. I mean, it was just I decided one day I'm going to go to San Diego Comic Con and get a, get a job. So I put together a portfolio of everything that was absolutely you should not do. I took sketches from high school. I took paintings. I took ink drawings I, I i took everything but the kitchen sink i i stuffed into this massive massive portfolio i mean i'm talking 
it was probably four foot by four foot and I was lugging it around the, the convention every day. I think there was actually an acrylic painting in a frame <laughs> in that portfolio. Yeah, I had no idea what I was doing. And I, I put that humongous thing on a plane and I went out to San Diego and I lugged it around and showed it to everybody who would look at it. And every single editor had the same expression on their face and it was the WTF look. You know, I have no idea what you're showing me and what is all this stuff. Well, I did this in high school and yeah, it was horrible. And I just got, I got shredded, just majorly shredded. And I was so embarrassed, but I learned, you know, and then I went home and I practiced and, and figured out what the hell I was doing. And I came back in 88 and, and uh, actually, I actually paid attention to what these people were telling me. And um, went and did a couple of seminars uh, with Dick Giordano, and that was massively helpful. Uh, and uh, by the time I came out the next year, I actually had a professional-looking portfolio. But I was—that was so embarrassing to think back on that now. Everything I shoved into that that portfolio, including the framed acrylic painting, I just cringe now when I think about that. So, <laughs> good story. Yeah, a bunch of traumatized editors out there still thinking about that. Yeah, <laughs> probably is. Yeah. Hey, you remember that time they brought this acrylic painting in a frame? <laughs> yes, I want to be a comic book artist. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. Uh, who's uh, next? Uh, uh, real quick uh, on YouTube, uh, Martin says he got his last name right. So there you oh, go. Oh, nice, excellent. Glad, I, I, glad to hear it. Can I go? I want to yeah, get mine out of the way real quick because because uh, it, it, it's kind of well, you know, it, it's it, I, not so much on on art or any of the, the the stuff that I worked on. It's usually my antics above and beyond the comic stuff, you know. Or, or and Roland will know because we do a lot of shows together and stuff. <laughs> I am terrible at remembering names all right even the people that i've worked on uh, and people that i've inked and people that have done books with me they'll they'll show up to shows and they'll go hey thomas you did you know and then i'll like who is that and roland will go have you inked that guy on the such and such and i'm like oh yeah yeah i i, I don't remember names for anything even I, don't the books either. That I like mm-hmm. i don't remember the names now i remember the books but i never can remember the names and it's and it's it's a bad a bad habit. It's it's it goes on beyond comic book stuff. I'm I'm just terrible at uh, at at names. So so have you ever called anyone the, by the wrong name? No, I just won't say. I'll just go. <laughs> I won't say anything. So you just say, I, "Hey, you." <laughs> I just sit there. But the the other one that that was a a career problem. I, I was when I was when I was breaking into the uh, into inking. I was doing a lot of background inks for Jimmy Pamiati. And one of the books that I did a lot of work on was for uh, Punisher 2099. And I was inking lots and lots of stuff uh, of the Punisher. I was just almost everything except for the faces for the most part. So anyway, I was up at the Marvel offices and, and I see, here's my problem. I don't even remember what the editor's name was. <laughs> That's not bad. And, and Jimmy was getting off the book and I pretty much had the job. This was way when I was early 20s. I was way, this was way before I should have had a book. This is when I was just, and we went out to, it was with Jimmy and we went out to, to dinner with the, or, or lunch with the editor. 
And I don't remember what I said, but afterwards, Jimmy said, you lost it. I said something so stupid. I don't remember what it was, but I, early in my career, I could have been, uh, was lost a book because I said something just childishly dumb. So, and you don't remember what that was. I don't remember what it was. I just remember being devastated. I was like, I'm going to get to to Punisher 2099. I was inking it anyway. Yeah. For the most part. And, uh, Oh man, that, that would have been nice. Yeah. Back in the, back in the day. And, but uh and you don't remember was, the editor i do you, do you remember what they look like at all what the who the editor the editor looked like yeah 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 no i got visually i but uh yeah it was the describe them to me a little bit oh I, you're putting me you're you're putting me on the oh sorry 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 you're the only flattering words very muscular very tall yeah, there you go. But it was like, yeah, it was the, they were they were they were basically I was going there to meet them so they could uh, talk to me about it. And I said something dumb while we were eating lunch, and then then I, I didn't get to get the job. Oh. Man, what, that a one gap? Of those... That's a gap, right? Yeah, that's a gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a that's a insert foot in mouth, right? Yep, yep, yep. And <laughs> yeah. It wasn't because of the art; it was because I said something dumb. Like I normally do, you know, we've done plenty of shows. You yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tom, Tom, Tommy has. Uh, okay, I love Tommy. So how can I say this without him? Diarrhea mad, of the right? mouth. Sometimes. No, no, yeah. he has filter. <laughs> he has filter issues. Yeah, like <laughs> right, especially when it comes to uh, doing uh, comic shows, right? Because if you've done a comic show at all, you know that there is a, a there's a very wide range of convention attendees and um those can those attendees that are there looking at comics and tommy is just smooth as 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 glass right but those con attendees who might be there for uh, things other than comics when they walk down your aisle yeah i said something you and i on this last thing we did and there were some girls walking by and i said something not even talk to them they looked at me and i'm like not not you you're 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 pretty i don't know that's something stupid i don't know what it was i wasn't oh god all right i'm done i'm i'm brand i'm freezing i'm freezing i gotta go i I apologize that's right uh all right uh, uh rotate uh tim rotate to uh camera to, to bard uh she hadn't been, had been on yet has she i don't know but yeah oh. she was the share uh, what she's working on i can i can, I can pull that up my... oh, no, wait a minute. yeah yeah, yeah. Share your screen uh who wants to go next then I'll I'll all right curtis okay so this one's it, it's pretty bad but it, it is kind of funny so take it as you will okay. um when I was working in video games, I went to a, a party, you know, an industry party, and there were all these people. There was a Halloween party, and so everybody's in uh, in costume, you know, <laughs> and and being animation, you know, and, and video games and stuff like that. People there, I mean, they really were bringing their game. So I, you know, context is everything. So I saw this one group of people dressed like X Men, like the '90s Jim Lee X Men, and they just looked great. So it was like Storm, Wolverine, Cyclops. I went with great, great costume, great costume. And then there was a guy that was like pinpoint Professor X. I mean, the shaved head, the, the suit, he had the wheelchair, it was perfect. He was standing next to me. And I went up to him and I just hit him on the back and I said, great costume. And he looked confused. And I walked away 
And later on, I, I said, I said, it's great. You even have the chair. And uh, when I walked away, <laughs> later on, I realized he wasn't in costume. He was the guy that just happened to be at the party. Oh, no. <laughs> the X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was one of the, that was a big uh, put foot in mouth moment. Not good. Oh, Not my good goodness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, there you go. Uh, can someone check to see if they have uh, volume on YouTube for me? Uh, Martin's saying he has no volume, but I am showing signal going out. Now everybody stops talking. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I hear it on YouTube. Okay. Yeah, it's working. All right. Uh, I'll let him know to uh, refresh. Yeah. Uh, okay, who's next? Come on, Becca. Surely you got a story for us. Yeah, Becca. So, something, something from Cubert uh, School. Yeah, Miss Becca. Uh, yeah, she's looking down one. like give she's she's ignoring us and she can't hear us. No, I'm, I'm back. I'm back. Of of course, I have uh, an abundance of gas moments. <laughs> just you know, being who I am as a person. Uh, but uh, something from school, which is kind of comic related. My first year. Um, I had an assignment due. It was a splash page. It was the first time I was ever doing staircases, and I had to draw like a infant and a cat and like crazy staircase. And I had to ink everything. And it was due the next day. And my mom's cat jumped on me, and I spilled an entire thing of ink all over. Uh-huh. And of course, I didn't blue line my pencils. They were original pencils. <laughs> so at 11 o'clock at night, I had to redo the entire thing oh my goodness. and ink it. And I did not sleep. And I went to school the next day to do the critiques. And the demon child that I created was just something that everyone just always let me remember the rest of the year <laughs> and following years. Uh, it haunts me to this day, that demon child. Um, was that your nickname for for the rest of the year? No, no. I usually, <laughs> it's, it's uh, no, I don't know if I had a nickname. It was just Becca. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's one inking story. Yeah. Spilling those, uh, I, I don't guess that happens as much uh, these days with the digital um with digital medium but uh boy I, I know i used to hear stories of and i've seen when i was steven butler's roommate i've seen him do it uh a little ink spill and you know then try to clean it up as much as possible and then of course out yeah, pops the white out yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've seen him uh, i've seen him spill uh a little ink splot on a, a, a sketch cover he was doing <laughs> and then he and then he just proceeded to like draw around it and make it part of the art. I've done that. <laughs> you remember those uh when you were signing the covers you had those uh metallic ink pens oh, before, man. before the ones oh, that they yeah. use now. But the, the ones that I remember I'm not gonna mention who it was it wasn't me in this case, but uh I remember <laughs> it was somebody I mentioned earlier. Oh he rollers was, got one. <laughs> he was uh, signing a, a cover in the ink just and it was one of those i think it was a i think it was a lady death uh leather cover that he did and he was signing the cover and it was one of those leather books right you remember right. when they had those books Ooh, and the yeah. ink went Ooh, all gosh. over the cover 
and the and the Ooh. and the and the guy goes the the artist that did it he just he threw his hands in the air and he goes art <laughs> <laughs> and then he handed the book to him and he just pretended like he he, he didn't do it but like you just ruined that guy's book <laughs> oh that's funny. that wasn't me I did not do that that's not me I didn't do that so I'm looking There's at a guy the, that's uh... got that there goes this this was spilled by <laughs> by yeah. Guy back oh, so I'm looking at the uh, Silverline stream, and it looks like the image is is stopped. Uh, we we mine. we just fixed that. Okay, all right, gotcha. Uh, very good. I, is I, my screen share showing up? Thank you, Tim. Uh, that's that's why you get paid the big bucks, right? See, that was a mistake. <laughs> that's you right. know that you were you were not trusting Tim. Oh, <laughs> you wound me. For, for those of you who don't know, I, I get paid exclusively in Del Taco runs. <laughs> and none nice either. Uh, Roland makes a do- run to Del Taco in Florida and then airships it to me, so I get it like eight days later. Yeah. yeah. He ignores the mold that's on it by then. A little, a little, a little microwave, uh, you know. It's, all, it's all probiotics. <laughs> uh, so, what about it? Anybody else got one? I got uh, something. I don't, I don't think it's a gaff, but I figure most uh, adults would. Um, uh, so luckily, in, in comics, in my comics career, I have um, been fortunate enough to have uh, mentors as well as uh, classmates who have uh, been in this uh, at least a year longer than I have. So uh, word to people starting comics, if you want to avoid making a gaff, find someone with more experience, just ask them about <laughs> anything. Uh, but... What I don't have too much experience with is um, uh, directing choices when it comes to uh, uh, torture scenes, I guess. Um, <laughs> so, besi- oh, okay. <laughs> so besides this, I do I uh, I have not really worked in film as much as Brett, but I, I do volunteer myself as an actor for film projects uh, in my area and as well down in Florida, and uh, I. We we had a a project where, uh, I was the I was I was the big bad I was the um, a captor slash torturer in a uh, kind of slaughterhouse style horror film, and uh, uh, we didn't really have anyone there who had much work in that field, so we're like hey just kind of go, go with what feels right. So my first thought, of course, was uh, just waterboarding, just continuous waterboarding. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, we, we we had some we had some bare bones safety procedures in place, but <laughs> so for <laughs> so for about an hour of shooting, I just <laughs> nearly murder the other actor. <laughs> and it translates, so the the horrors there, I guess. It's all so, on the screen now. Yeah, it looks good on camera, right? Ex- exactly, but uh, then of course, it's uh, real. Yeah, uh, uh, that, that I guess that was not to taste of the the board who took to review it. So when uh, we had to take this to review, and the the first guy to look at it just looks up from the the monitor and says, "Guys, what the are you doing?" <laughs> So all the screams and pain and gasping—that <laughs> was all real, right? Yeah, I, I guess I guess the union does not take too kindly to nearly murdering someone on set. <laughs> there's, a, there's a clause about that. Yeah. yeah. 
you didn't read the contract, did you? Well, I, I can tell a, a, a prose publishing uh, gaffe okay, good. Or, or whatever. And, and this is actually one that, that most aspiring horror writers made in uh, probably the 80s, 80s, early 90s, but 80s at least. Uh, Stephen King's um, Night Shift. Uh, is a collection of stories. You may have seen the probably a lot of people have seen the book. It's the one with the uh, hand with the eyes on the cover. Or there's some versions where there are holes in the cover and you see the eyes and then you open it up and it's just the mummy's hand with mm-hmm. eyes in it. Uh, but that was the first collection of Stephen King's uh, short stories that came out around the time that Salem's Lot and um, The Stand were in paperback and everything. So every horror writer had that book. And you could look in the copyrights and see where they were published. And they were published in, in like, the um, second-tier men's magazines of the time, which in the 50s through probably the 70s, those were still legitimate markets for fiction. And they published Charles Beaumont, who wrote for Twilight Zone, and uh, Richard Matheson, different people like that, uh, had stories in there. And Stephen King's were published in, in magazines like Cavalier and, uh, and different publications, again, that were one tier down from like Playboy and Penthouse. And if you got Writer's Market, the, uh, the big volume that's put out by um, um, Writer's Digest every year, and you look those up, it would say, we're uh, take fiction and uh, horror up to 3,000 words or whatever. So every horror writer did this. You sent a short story to Cavalier because Stephen King had been published there, and it said in Writer's Market, this year's Writer's Market, that they take, uh, you know, they take uh, horror stories up to 3,000 words. So I send them, you know, a story, and uh, I get, you know, a couple of weeks later, maybe a little longer, I get back, and all this is done by mail in those days. I get, uh, you know, my manuscript back in the appropriately self-addressed stamped envelope, with uh, a rejection slip with their logo on it and everything, Cavalier or whichever one I sent it to. And uh, it had a form rejection. Sorry, this does not meet our present needs. But then there's a little note on there uh, that uh, said, this is a good story, but we need heavily sex-oriented material. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, by that time, the niche market had changed, and they were no longer publishing, uh, you know, straight fiction. It had to have a, 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 a spicy angle. So, yeah. Uh, so you you live and learn, and you you also learn that maybe the markets aren't updated every year in writers' market. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have any of you guys ever done X-rated? comics not me no no i'm not gonna admit it (laughs) (laughs) well i'll admit it i have really i have what'd you work on xeno uh xenophile oh yeah okay really yeah yeah, i do i don't have a problem admitting it i was a freelancer offered to pay (laughs) i had a roof over my head kids to feed i did it (laughs) there's money and a credit (laughs) And I've never, uh, I've never uh, done a comic of that nature, but uh, then uh, as far as short stories, and th- these are not X-rated, they are, you know, uh, just uh, uh, or, or of the erotica vein, so I have uh, uh, Hot Blood, Deadly After Dark, uh, that I have a story in. Uh, and uh, What name uh, is that written under? 
Uh, Sydney Williams. Oh, okay. Trying to see if uh, who all was in this. Uh, uh, Robert McCammon is it? Steve, Re- Steve Resnick, Tim is in this one. Graham Masterton's in this one. So Max Allen Collins. So so I mean, you know, legitimate, legitimate uh, stuff. You know, just just leaning a little dark. Then uh, then there's the the uh, 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 maybe a little bit different tier. Uh, Demon sex. <laughs> Whoa, okay. <laughs> and uh, that, uh, it, that the Aramantha Knight pseudonym, uh, that, that's a pseudonym. I forget who the, the actual name of the editor, but uh, now I think, yeah, Neil Gaiman. There is a Neil Gaiman story in this, so I am in an anthology with Neil Gaiman nice. uh, for that. Nice. Uh, what's that? I don't request people can go into the stores asking that specific title. Yeah, we do have that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even sex. And, uh, no problem. Then more that's recently, what, that's what de- she said. Deranged. Uh, and actually, this uh, it's a good story in the collection. Deranged, uh, ten thousand word story that I wrote, and uh, I uh, was having some having dinner around the time that was uh, sold. The story was sold. Um, uh, uh, my. Uh, uh, some friends took me to dinner. I was, I was getting ready to leave Florida. Some friends took me to dinner and, uh, uh, the uh, husband got up and went to get something or whatever. And the wife goes, well, while we're, you know, while we're sitting here, what we're making a conversation, she goes, well, what's your new story about? And I go, blood obsession and knife play. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I had no problems uh, doing the Xenophile because it was very cartoonish and fun. Oh, that was some good stuff. So I've got a, uh, I've got a gaff that's uh, 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 most of you are going to know. Uh, it's a very high-level gaff. So uh, when uh, when I was at Malibu, uh, this is before I went over to the uh, uh, Ultraverse. I was still editing Protectors, Dinosaurs for Hire, X Mutants, that whole that whole family. And at the time, we had we were kind of di- di- uh, divided into departments. We had um, the Protectors line, and we had the Eternity line, which was Mark Benicia, who's now at Marvel. Uh, Mark Peniccia was doing all the uh, licensed properties, uh, Star Trek and stuff like that. And then we had uh, Ultraverse, and we also had Rocket Comics. So everybody had kind of their own little um, uh, department. And so it, it was me. Uh, I had um, an assistant who worked directly with me. And then we had a designer that did uh, – she, she colored all of our uh, covers – she did all of our in-house ads. She did basically everything that we needed in the department. And um, we had, I don't remember exactly what it was. We were supposed to do something. And Barry Windsor Smith was, um, had been announced to do Rune at, uh, for the Ultraverse. And I don't remember exactly what it was in. You, you would think that what I'm about to say was, was, was enough to, for me to remember it. But apparently the hyphen in Barry Windsor Smith's name is very important to him. Uh, and it's supposed to it's supposed to be Barry Windsor hyphen Smith. Okay. Well, I didn't know that. I've been a Barry, I, you know, I knew Barry Smith's work from, you know, way back to Avengers forever. number 100. Yeah, for forever. There wasn't hyphens in his name back then. And so we did, we, we had ended up in, in publication something that was Barry Windsor, no hyphen Smith. Oh my gosh, I was called into the office and I was ringed because it was not Barry Windsor hyphen Smith. Um, and of course, you know, 
they they they're like, no, this is what Barry insists. He is Barry Windsor Hyphen's man. And so for the next, as you might imagine, being chewed out like that, I was a little bit um, sore for the next uh, few weeks. And so we were calling him in our little bitty department, not 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 company wide. Barry <laughs> Windsor Effin Hyphen Smith. <laughs> so that we would never forget that hyphen again um, yeah that was a that was a mistake that uh that uh i had to i ended up paying for interesting yeah wow. <laughs> i was gonna say you that i've never uh, heard that one had you curtis no but there's a there's a lot of stories about uh his uh you could probably guess who chewed me out can't you <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. One guess. Give me his initials. Uh, uh, I'll give them to you after we're live. Okay. All right. All right. All right, all right, all right. The best choice. <laughs> <laughs> if if, I, I, can, think if I can throw this out there. Um, yeah. Roll uh, along the I lines. think we may be off on YouTube. Uh, oh. Uh, it's still uh, alive. Okay. Oh, Maybe yeah, just my I'm, phone. Well, no, I'm, I'm actually looking at an ad here. Oh. Oh, we, we, we've been rude for violating terms of service. What? What? Wow! Really? What, did what we terms do? of service did we do? I have he no idea. Barry hyphen Windsor Smith. That's right. You said, said F and Windsor Smith. <laughs> 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 what? What, it, what the it heck? You to, to today is what it's done. Weird. You don't think it was the, talking about X-rated stuff, do you? I don't know. That's, cool. That's, That's weird. weird. Oh, no. I mean, because we, that was very tame. Uh, yeah, I mean. We were still live on Twitch. Okay. <laughs> so do you think Cindy's sex demon book was the, uh, was the oh, thing? Oh, that... the demon sex. Oh. It didn't have any nudity on the cover, did it? No. Uh-uh. Uh, sorry. If, sorry if that didn't. No, there's I mean... more stuff than that on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's, Completely interesting. Uh, I, I have no idea. You said knife play or something. Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> no. uh, we're just we're just guessing at this point. Uh, I, yeah. I don't guess there's a way to to toss it back on. Uh, I could try, but uh, you you may end up getting uh, an email with them with an explanation with a way to contest it. But let me try. Okay. I'm gonna take us offline and push us back online. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry if it was anything I oh. did. Uh, hey, it was Sydney's fault. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no, no, no. Introduce the subject. That's right. It's Barb's fault. <laughs> it's Barb's fault. All right. Yeah, that's the first that's time like, being canceled. Uh... <laughs> it's like, wow. you're you're me. that's we right. Are... For shame, Barb, working on that comment. <laughs> yeah. We are pushing the envelope now. This is a gap. Uh-huh. <laughs> This, yeah, that, that's very yeah. meta, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> that is just... It's just weird, because, I mean... Twitch's terms of service are way stricter. Yeah, and it's like, what the heck? Yeah. This is a good gap. Put this one in the books. There you go. Like, what on earth did they... Did, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be curious to see what explanations they do. Um, I guess they took the. I don't even see the video up. Like, uh, yeah, no. Wow. It says we're sending data, but not saying that we're online or that they're receiving yet. So we'll see. Uh, okay. Wow. <laughs> so we're we're on Twitch, huh? Yeah. 
<laughs> well, we thought it might be like maybe a troll report or something. I mean, could be. You, you, could be. You're, you're saying someone cut. someone reported it and. Yeah, that's 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 a that's a whole trolling scene. Is to find small uh, smaller streams and just report them for the heck of it. Oh, well, that's not cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, I'm just getting a message. This. Try here. So we may have to push. We may have to push people to Twitch if they're gonna. Yeah. Shut us down. I mean, what the heck. You know, Facebook is failing tonight. You yeah. I mean, you know, clearly the gaff concept is jinxed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think gaff was a swear word. Maybe it is. Did, nobody <laughs> sweared, though, did they? Did somebody swear? No. No, I don't no. think so. I didn't think so. I didn't. But none of the, all that stuff is on YouTube. I don't think. No, I mean, I, they're not I that mean, strict. No, well, I, I had to I, been using like music or something. That'd be my one thought is that if it was like a, if we just got like a, a random troll report where someone just came through, saw a small stream, I hit report and walked off. But so here's I guess here's my question to you then, and Timmy, you may know more about it. You're telling me that they will remove a stream just because one person comes by and reports it? Depending on the severity, um, because of how strict policies are in the EU now, and they have to be alive in the EU. They'll do a, a takedown, and then they'll do a review, and then if there was no actual violation found, they'll restore the, the, the video of it. But, uh, yeah, it's, if it's if it's a small enough stream where the per capita reporting per viewership is there, the, they have to follow their, their guidelines set by different factors. It, it's great for taking down like smaller streams that are kind of wow. dark web leaning. But I see a black screen on Twitch now. How do we dial on Twitch? Um, I don't know. I see four, some of four... it. Some of it might even be bots. You know, it's not even humans. Yeah, but that's also another thing is that you may get report bombed by bots. Oh. Yeah. What? All right, who pissed somebody off? Right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the Russians. Could have been yeah. anybody. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's a violation of nature, but I just. I just don't think I would be able to affect the stream that bad. I wouldn't think so either. Oh, it streams it looks like it's back up now. I think and we talk I think we talked this up though. You know, we, we were banned on well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we got banned on, on Facebook and banned on uh on uh, YouTube also. We were so, Wow. Yeah. Uh so yeah, that was that was interesting. You know, oh. I did have uh, a picture of a bunch of bananas on Tumblr flagged as adult content. No way. <laughs> to appeal it. And they go, okay, this is okay. It had been there a while, too, but it was like a picture of a bunch of bananas in a uh, shopping cart, and they were green, and I'm going, I bet these will be brown by the time I get home. That was my comment on it. And, oh. and I get this email, we have determined this is adult content. <laughs> Wow. It's bananas. What the heck? Yeah. The, the AI does as the AI pleases. It oh. was something that Becca did in her uh, while she was inking. That had to have been it. All all hell are benevolent robot lords. It, it was a desk. <laughs> you know, clearly clearly a desk is objectionable. Yeah. I I don't know. That's just uh that's just weird. Did my uh, screen share with the coloring stuff? Yeah. Yes, is that it actually did. on? Yep. Okay. Because yep. I couldn't yeah, see what I my end. Yeah, yeah, we were seeing uh, mm -hmm. a lot of sirens. Yep. 
Yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, yeah, Too good for YouTube. To, now we're back to looking like the uh, Brady Bunch. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> the family squares. There's a story. That's right. That's right. Lovely lady. Uh, so C. Michael is not doing it where we can see it. So pop Becca or Tommy back up. You want me yeah. to join back in? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I got to do the thing 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 thing. The things. So we're not broadcasting yeah. at all at the moment. We're, we're on no, Twitch. We're on Twitch. Yeah. We're on Twitch. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. I just posted uh, to my page that we're on on Twitch. Um, I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> so I'm gonna say we got banned. Uh, we got banned on YouTube. Yeah, we're so bad. I know. Too hot for TV. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't. Uh, yeah. Let's see if I can get this. Yeah, you know, I've been trying to push everybody towards, uh, you know, off of Facebook and towards uh, YouTube because that's where we can get the subscribers and yeah. um, that's where the video will stay up, you know, in perpetuity. Uh, Twitch's video only stays up for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Now, if you go and you make clips, they'll stay forever. So yeah. that's why, you know, if you want to go back and clip. Um, tonight or or last week, go do it now. I know uh, Sid's Ollie does a whole bunch of them, um, so I, I recommend y'all go and make some clips if you can think of something. Um, but I like the idea of them all being on uh, YouTube. But why on earth would we get banned for something? I don't know. Um, all right, so we were we were talking about gaffed. I guess that 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 may uh, that may be a future gaff. Anybody got uh, any other gaps to add? Something you're burning to tell? <laughs> no. no. No, not if we get in trouble again. <laughs> yeah. We got a lot that could have got don't us in trouble, Bard but I'm not going to say anything. Don't, don't let Bard break anything <laughs> That's up. That's right. I'm a perfect child. Uh, you know. <laughs> Yeah, my yeah, everything I do is good. My my only <laughs> thought would be so, so, either choir so, here. Sam? I don't see how we could do it. Sam, yeah. when Barb's speaking, keep your finger on. Oh, <laughs> I'm mute. Yeah. That's right. She's like delay. a That's right. See, at any at any point that she's a powder keg, just be poised there, ready. Barb right. speaking. Uh, I wonder if there's. I wonder if there's like key words that. That's, well, there is there is an AI that will either that, that uh, listens and watches for keywords, and my only thought would be if it did see the uh, the the demon sex cover on says thing and flagged that as potentially switching over to ex content. Are you content. the cover on? on yes, on he did. The... Don't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty innocuous. It's it's a ghost. Yeah, my only thought yeah. was that it would saw the word sex in there. Yeah, but I mean, let's try it again. Stuff. Do it again and see if it does. We're not on YouTube, on, though. So. Oh, okay. uh, Oven says, uh, "Not safe for YouTube." Wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think we, I think we run with this. I mean, you know, this is like, you know, we're like death metal now. <laughs> we got banned from YouTube, man. Yeah. We're the bad boys of comics. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Um, well, at least it fit in with the subject matter. It go. did. It, 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 it did. really did. did. I I don't know. Maybe we should test what words we can say on Twitch. <laughs> this is our word test stream. We just go through a dig. Sid, you've got the A's. Read for five minutes, right? Yes. 
Yeah. Dual meaning could have been a donkey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe I should maybe I should have asked a, a safer question. Has anybody ever worked on Barbie? Yes. Have I worked on Barbie? Oh now we've been kicked off Twitch. Oh. oh. Are we? No, just kidding. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the funny thing is, I was probably working on both at the same time. Right. <laughs> see, I don't, see, I don't see Sid's run at the Barbie comic. <laughs> yeah. Barbie meets horror. <laughs> one one uh, show I did, the, the, the guy asked me, like, what would you do? Um, you know, what would your dream project be? And you're thinking off the top of your head. And I'm, I don't know. I like Tarzan. Uh, Tarzan meets horror. Yeah, a horror Tarzan story, which there is um, um, Tarzan and the Lion Man is sort of a Tarzan meets Frankenstein story, and so I go, that's I would love to, you know, do a. Eric uh, Dotson sent me a message about us getting shut down. He said it must have been the hyphenator. Under the staff, you're just talking smack about the staff with his army. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I don't know if this is a gaffe or not, but it's stupid. Um, <laughs> uh, speaking of Barbie, um, Mattel was super, super, super picky about Barbie. And they would go over every single page with a fine-tooth comb. And in one of these stories, I think Barbie's little sister, Skipper, uh, was either sick or lost a puppy or something like that. So it was, you know, really sad. It was the story about how to deal with, with stuff like that, right? And uh, so I inked, I inked Barbie with a, with a, a, a sad look on her face. And Mattel made me change it. They said, you cannot ever have Barbie frown. Like she must smile all the time. Like the dog died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my dog died. <laughs> You're gonna make me make her smile because that's gonna be worse. That's right. like a psycho. But no, they were very, very adamant. They were angry that I had I had made her frown. So you know, I had to change it and made her make her smile because she never frowns. She only has three eyelashes. She never frowns. She only so. has three eyelashes. Uh huh. She can only. Yep. They're very picky. Wow. Yeah. So that was that. that's a pretty tame gaffe. I, I inked it wrong. Apparently, but you did. But who penciled it? Oh, uh, it's probably either Anna Marie Cool or Amanda Connor. And they they didn't they didn't catch it then that kind of thing. You oh, know, they looked at they... the finished artwork. They oh, probably okay. changed it in right. house. Hmm. Aaron, we're gonna say something. Oh yeah, I used to uh, back in the day, my other I do motion graphics. I was doing something for Microsoft a few years ago at the storyboard and. I mean, be, between the clients, most people don't see storyboards, but I, I think I ended up, I did the, the Microsoft logo right. I put it on the wrong side of the page, if remember. And I got cursed out like you would not believe by the client who was in between Microsoft and us. And I was like, well, is it really? And he's like, you're telling me that you put this, and after that, I do not mess with corporate logos, or I make sure that everything is kosher because wow i i mean i was just like well yeah we can fix that lady. He's like, no you will fix this i was like okay okay <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah i mean it was like not a straight up cursey just like and i was like okay and it was it was a simple pencil sketch on a, on a storyboard and I, 
it's okay. It's, yeah. So yeah, the higher the corporation, when they send me the logos, you treat them like, you know, like glass. Man. Yep. Anything to do with corporations. I, I worked on a lot of corporate properties for um, innovation, um, a lot of movie adaptations, uh, and they, they were very picky about them. And I, I suppose you could call this a gaffe, but um, they killed a project after it was completely done. Actually, it was Stephen King that killed it. Um, uh, I worked on a 60-page graphic novel of The Lawnmower Man adaptation and my inks over Stuart and Monin. It was gorgeous. I mean, Stuart had Pierce Brosnan down to a T. 60 pages, fully inked, fully covered, ready to go to press, and Stephen King killed it. Oh. Yep. Somewhere oh. or another, David Campetti has got that artwork in a vault somewhere. Wow. It's never oh, seen was... the light of day. He didn't like the movie version. I mean, it no, was like a, a ripple effect. A ripple effect. Yeah. yeah. He hey, Owen, thanks for following so us to he, Twitch, man. Yeah. He hated yeah. the movie, so he killed um, the book too. The movie adaptation of the comic book. So, and, but we got paid for it, so I'm not going to blame. But it's really, yeah. it's really too bad because it was beautiful. Oh my god, it was beautiful. You know, wouldn't it be wouldn't it be interesting to all the dead projects to finally come to life? You know, there's there's a couple that I can think of via Malibu. Um, one of which was a, a sludge, uh, I can't remember if it was a one shot or a mini series. I can't remember now, but, um, uh, Mitch Bird did the, I, yeah, did you, I you inked that. Yeah. Sure yeah. You it sure was, did. Yeah. It was, we did two. <laughs> uh, so it was two, two issues, right? Two issues. Yeah. That yeah, was some and, beautiful stuff. And, uh, yeah, it really was. And I'm not going to say it's the best sludge and the reason I'm not going to say it. So don't, don't hate me, Tommy. Is because Mike Plug did an issue. And, yes, and, and that uh, was oh, that was that was a beautiful <laughs> man. That was just something else. But yeah, uh, but I, I, I would I would you know I would argue that that was second best to to Plug. It was gorgeous stuff, and that just never happened. Nope. You know, I worked on. Uh, I worked we got paid on, for it. Yep. Yeah, you got paid for it as you submitted to work. Uh, I worked on a, an adaptation of. Um, uh, the Gladiator novel by Philip Wiley, and I did a six. I did a six issue script. I've still got them. They're up there somewhere. You can't. Which see them. we mentioned um, in this month's episode or issue of Craft on the Silverline website. Oh, that's right. Sure enough, that, and that was uh, which which was uh, which came out on the website yesterday, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, I I did uh, all six issues, and uh, Howard um, Howard Porter, I think. Howard Porter penciled, I think, an issue, and then and it didn't look like his traditional work, and so Malibu just canned the just canned the, the entire project. Well, that's too bad. Uh, yeah, I love it's, I love working over Howard. It's too bad, except that uh, I just learned. Well, I learned this a couple of years ago. Uh, Gladiator is now public domain. Ooh. So okay. yeah. I, 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 it's a it's it's kind of a period piece because uh, um, if, if you don't know anything about Gladiator, uh, supposedly it is the it is one of the inspirations for Superman. And if you read uh, if you read Gladiator, you're going to be reading it and going, "Yep, uh, they got that from this." Yep, they, I mean, there's like a fortress of solitude, and there's all kind of stuff. You know, the difference is Superman Superman's an alien, and Gladiator is a science based uh, super super being. So. Um, Still yeah, have those pencils? 
I only have bad photocopies of them. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. I I worked on uh, with Howard over uh, on Hawkman. Oh, cool. Yeah, it did not. Pencils. It did not look like his his usual work, though. It it I, I don't know how to explain it other than I think he must have been experimenting with the style because mm -hmm. it was set in the 1920s, um, and huh. yeah, it it didn't look like his usual work. And I think that's the reason Malibu Candid is just like, yeah, we're not getting what we thought we were gonna, we're not getting what we thought we were paying for. Mm. Has anybody ever worked for Now Comics? I never worked for Now. No, they still owe me their my last paycheck. <laughs> oh, let's not get into that. Yeah, I can hear Tommy. Let's not. No, yeah, no, let, no, no, we're gonna get in trouble. That's probably in the mail. There's one of my gaps. Let's let's uh, yeah. let's not go there. It's like, I have not sent a check from Omni in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that could be considered a gaffe that I didn't really go take him to court or anything. I just let it slide. Yeah. Uh, Kamiko still owes me money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, but the anyway. only, that's the only time I've ever been stiffed, though. Which is fortunate, because I have heard a lot of horror stories from a lot of oh. comic book artists that have constantly gotten yeah. stiffed. But that's the only time I ever did. And you know that for for me the bad thing about it was is uh do you did you ever know Lorene Haynes? Uh the, the name is familiar. Yeah, she um she was yes, pretty well, active. I know. Yeah. Uh you know, she died a couple of years ago actually. Um yes, Yeah, so she um uh, she was real active in the in the uh, late eighties. She did uh, the Longbow Hunters uh, uh -huh. with Mike okay. Mike Grail. Um uh -huh. and and then she worked uh certainly in the nineties. Um she actually warned me when I started telling her I was talking to Kamiko, she's like, yeah, you probably don't want to do that because they're, they're notorious for not paying. And I'm like, but, but, but Vortex, the elementals. <laughs> yes, I'm going to do it. And so I did it. And, you know, sure enough, they still owe me money, but. Was it popular? I did, I did like quite a, quite a lot of work for now, um, including like Twilight Zone and Married with Children. And I don't know. Who Speed was the Racer. editor there? Um, do you oh remember? Gosh. Yes, um, I, I do. And Joan, I can't remember her last name. Joan, she was she was wonderful. The really gal I worked with. Um, but I was very I I really enjoyed working for Mister. Uh, I just never got that last paycheck. They declared yeah. bankruptcy, and that was it. But Joan Weiss often would be slow to pay, but usually you'd have been, you'd get your royalty checks or whatever. Who? Book publishers. Book publishers. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. New, New York book publishers. I, actually, I've had. You know, never been late with Crossroad or anything. Um, yeah, uh, I guess the the fastest company I, I that ever paid me was a the Indian company. Uh, Sid, that you did some work for. Uh, yeah, their name escapes me. The Campfire. Campfire. Uh, yeah, I mean they were going to be they, Elfin for a while. Yeah, and they became Campfire. They paid me in twenty four hours. Whoa! Oh, uh, I, I know, right? <laughs> they they paid me quick too. Uh, yeah, you would you would sub submit a uh, an invoice to them, and within 24 hours, um, they you'd get a PayPal. Um, never well, been never been paid it that fast by any other company I've ever worked for. So, uh, well, right, any, any any other gaps? It's uh, other than all the gaps we've had tonight uh, <laughs> with our streams. Um, anybody have any 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 other gaps to, to uh, mention? Um, I have a little one, just a short okay. one. Uh, so, you know, uh, was at the, when we were at Malibu, um, you know, everybody was aware that I was an aspiring artist, you know, in the, uh, 
you know, even though I was working as an editor assistant, and I was just, you know, a young teenager at the time. Anyways, Phil Crane, one of the uh, editors there, you know, good guy, uh, everybody was so supportive. And one day, Jeff Matsuda, you know, the penciler, came sure. and, uh, you know, big name, you know, working for Image at the time. And I was sitting next to Phil, and Phil just kind of talked about me. He's the guy in the cubicle next to me, Curtis. He is this up-and-coming artist. I mean, you better watch out. He is so good. He was talking me up. And, uh, you know, I never did any professional work. And Jeff goes, okay, let me meet him. So Jeff walks around. Oh, hi, I'm Curtis. So Phil says, you're, you're this great artist. I said, oh, yeah, thanks. He goes, so what are you working on? And I said, uh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and he just kind of, his eyes kind of glazed over. I was like, okay, well. Good luck with that, you know. Right. So, <laughs> you know, so, good luck with doing nothing. Yeah. yeah Let exactly. me know when you get that published. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. So uh, I think it's that example of not being able to kind of, uh, you know, take the picture or whatever of what's going on. You know, just, <laughs> it's kind of completely shell shocked. You know. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess uh, we will wrap this one up. We will wrap issue ten up. Uh, Aaron. Glad you could join us tonight. Uh, thank you for being so cool about uh, about our uh, guests earlier. Uh, I think we're going to do some 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 fun stuff with Fire Rush. Uh, hopefully, I didn't. I never went back and asked you, but hopefully, you were you were happy with the, the final look of even though it's years old. Um, you were happy with the final look of uh, Fire Rush One. Yeah, we're, exci- yeah. we're, exci- we're excited about it. And um, see, Michael, thank you yeah. so much for for joining us. Uh, we're, we're going to hook you up with Tommy and uh, get you figured out how we can stream uh, stream you some of your art. So as we uh, we want to we want to watch you draw. Uh, this is comic uh, books. What I do, I, I work on my roughs digitally, and then I put that on the uh, Lightbox. So. Okay. Mm. So it would be really rough. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Well, uh, you know, you, you can, uh, we can, we can figure out how to get you hooked up digitally. Uh, certainly Thomas can do that. And if you, um, uh, Alex has it figured out, he's got some kind of, uh, I don't know what it is, some kind of uh, arm that he puts his cell phone in. I think that he hangs it over his desk and we get a really yeah. good, we get a really good look at his. Uh, like that right there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Yeah, looking at something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because you know this is comic books, and we want to see you know we want to see you artists drawing, um, because it's a, it's a it's a visual medium, and and you guys are the workhorses. The uh, so yeah, uh, and that's a non sexist term. Workhorses they can wear they can wear skirts <laughs> if they want to, Barb. <laughs> You're gonna get us taken off of something else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, uh, Oven says, uh, "Great show, guys." Even though it was a hot mess. Oh, <laughs> uh, we love you too, Oven. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so next week, uh, come back and listen to us talk about uh, penciling. When we're gonna. Uh, um, do the same thing for the pencilers that we did with the colorists and we did with inkers. How do you start a page? And so we're going to uh, have a, a handful of pencilers on here and we're going to see how they uh, go from script to tackling, uh, tackling that page. And we'll just kind of, uh, in our hour and a half here, we'll just kind of go as far as they can take us. Uh, but hopefully we'll see a couple different uh, ways that pencilers will attack it digitally on paper, whatever. Uh, it, it, no way is wrong as long as the work gets done. Um, and so don't forget if you joined us late, uh, of course, 
I guess the only place we're on now is at Twitch. So please uh, like us, uh, subscribe if you happen to watch. If we can figure out this video and get it onto YouTube later, uh, like, subscribe, share, do all that kind of stuff. Uh, we need you to help us build uh, the channel. So we're gonna go around the row here. Um, everyone, tell people where they can find you on all the social medias. We'll start with the new guys. Aaron, where can people find you on the interwebs? Uh, you can find me at Facebook at Humphreys Illustration. Um, you can also find my website, HumphreysIllustration.com. Um, Humphreys Illustration Bay Cartel is a place where you can see more stuff for sale. And then I do have an Instagram, which is ALH3810 or 3810 at Instagram. And I post stuff all the time up there. Sweet. Very cool. Uh, Curtis, what about you? Where can people find you on the interwebs? Sure. I am Curtis Fujita. You can find me just looking at the name on Facebook. Um, my Instagram account is uh, Kemp5, just K-E-M-P-F-I-V-E. And in the martial arts world, you can find me on Instagram and YouTube as Tiger Crane 805 And you can find my school on Facebook as Tiger Crane Comfort. Thank you very much, Sifu. <laughs> uh, Becca, how about you? Where can people find you on the interwebs? Hi. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at comic underscore art. Uh, that's with K's, not C's. Um, because artist. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you can find me on Instagram. I think my handle's the same one because I use it so often. And. Uh, I have Behance. You can just look me up uh, with my name, Rebecca Winslow, or Rebecca Winslow. And you also oh, have a Twitter. Yeah. And Twitter. Did I not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'll help you. Just Instagram. Thank okay. you. Yeah, I'll help you out. Remember, everybody, I'll put all the information on YouTube. I'll put it all down here so that you can uh, find everybody. Tim, what about you? Where can everybody find you on the interwebs? I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at uh tim tk writer i am also on tiktok at tim doesn't tiktok and i am here on twitch uh at agro bacon uh where i'll be streaming uh my user cruise offline so i'm probably gonna be doing some star wars the old republic tonight tonight cool oh shoot i said i was gonna get the new guys first and i didn't get to go to see michael next sorry man uh yeah, all right See, Michael, thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, we look forward to having you back uh, next week for some uh, penciling stuff, right? Yep. Sweet, sweet. Uh, and, and where can where can folks find you on the interwebs? Uh, I'm on Facebook. Look for the artist, see Michael Lanning. Uh, it's weird because you have to like facebook.com backslash the steaming mind. That's a whole mess. Uh, then I'm on Twitter. It's seeing Michael Lanning. Drop the G and put a number one for some reason. That's, that's my Twitter, so. <laughs> so uh do uh, me a favor. Instagram, I can't remember. Yeah, do me a favor, both you and Aaron. Uh send me a Facebook message with all of um all of the social media links that you want me to include, and then I'll I'll add those to uh, YouTube if we can get us back up. But I'll I got a little master list for YouTube, so send that to me and I'll get that mm -hmm. added. Sid, what about you? Where can people find you on the interwebs? Uh, most places, happily. Uh, Sid, S-I-D, SidIsAlive.com is my website. And uh, you can find me on Facebook uh, at Sydney Williams Books. Again, Sydney with an I. And uh, Sydney underscore Williams on Twitter and uh, also on Instagram. So 
Uh, and if you go to the website, yeah. should be links to most places there. Yeah, we try to we try to keep all the links on Silverline so we can we can get people out to you. Tommy, how about you? Where can people find you on the interwebs? Flormonte <laughs> <laughs> Jr. at Inferno Studios. <laughs> okay, I'm just. You, that, that was good, though. That was good. You've been working on that, though, uh, hadn't you? Yeah, I've been waiting all day to do that one. Yeah. No, uh, uh, Flor Monte, as you saw it, is F-L-O-R-I-M-O-N-T-E. Uh, anywhere, all the different social media stuff, just look for Flor Monte. I'm the only one there. Um, uh, just in, in my my personal website is uh, infernostudios.com, where I do all my other stuff. So look me up. All right. And Barb, where can they find you? Okay. Well, first of all, you can find me at the Kickstarter. That's right. So please, <laughs> please, please go find the uh, uh, Silverline double feature Kickstarter for Divinity number one and Twilight Grim number one. That would be the most important one because uh, we've got only 16 days to go. So we need um, some help. Oh, uh, looks otherwise, like, looks like we gained a backer. We got another backer. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, otherwise, I am the only Barbara Kaleberg on the internet. That's K-A-A-L-B-E-R-G. So you can find me under that on Facebook and Twitter. And if you Google me, you come up with like 50,000 sites. So, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. And I am Roland Mann. You can find me on my website at www.rolandman.me. And you can find me on uh, the Twitter, and I am on Instagram, but I almost never post anything there. Uh, <laughs> I need to be better about that, as my wife reminds me. And I'm happy to tell you all that she is working on, uh, shame that Alex is not here, because I know he would be overjoyed to hear this news. She is working on a Silverline TikTok. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Thumbs up. Yeah, in, in, in Alex's honor, right? <laughs> So she is working on a uh, a, a Silverline TikTok, and hopefully we'll, we'll all have a bunch of fun with that. Um, so, yeah. And don't forget uh, SilverlineComics.com, our website that uh, Tim works very hard on and keeps us all to, to a bunch of regular stuff, including the craft stuff. And next week we'll be back uh, with craft penciling, starting a page. So until next week... Make mine Silverline! Thank you for listening to the Silverline Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode. We know we ramble sometimes, but we have fun. And after all, isn't that what comics are all about? We hope you'll follow us on all our social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, Reddit, MeWe, Gab, and whatever new thing pops up between now and the time you listen to us. Please like, Follow, share, and remember, make mine Silverline.